It's time for the spring sales event at the DGDG Mazda stores. Capital Mazda, Stevens Creek Mazda, Concord Mazda, and Team Mazda. Hey, it's Shondell Grand. And right now, we've got a huge selection of brand new Mazdas with exciting spring incentives across our entire lineup. Plus, you can buy your new Mazda completely online with our exclusive no-brainer checkout. Don't miss the spring sales event at the DGDG Mazda stores in San Jose, Concord, and Vallejo. The San Jose Sharks Audio Network presents The Teal Report. Here's Dan Rusinowski. Home sweet home for San Jose Sharks hockey as they face off against the Detroit Red Wings for the second and final time in this NHL season. The Sharks are in the thick of the playoff race in ninth place in the Western Conference of the NHL and in fifth in the Pacific Division. San Jose is 19-16-1 for 39 points, only one point behind the second wildcard team, the Calgary Flames. The Sharks are two points behind Los Angeles and six points behind the Anaheim Ducks in the race for second and third place in the Pacific. Meanwhile, their opponents, the Red Wings, are also staying in the playoff mix. That was certainly helped by a 6-2 victory over the Sharks back on January 4th. Detroit comes into this game 16-16-4, 36 points in ninth in the Eastern Conference. And in the Atlantic Division, which is certainly very competitive, the Red Wings are in fifth, just four points behind the Boston Bruins and 10 points ahead of the Buffalo Sabres. Great news for the Sharks in that Logan Couture gets back in action. He says that the last five days in quarantine in Detroit can be described with one single word. Yeah, lonely. Um... Got to know my hotel room pretty well. Not very big there, um, but I uh, got through it. Um, I didn't feel sick at all. Uh, wouldn't, you know, wouldn't have known that uh, that I had anything, uh, which is a good thing. I mean, that's that's basically the best uh, outcome is is to feel healthy and um, feel good, ready to go, happy to be on the ice with the guys. Uh, certainly miss it when you're not around um, the guys and the team and. Uh, just the atmosphere, and I uh, was happy to see them play extremely well uh, in Philadelphia and, and win the game in, in Buffalo. And it makes it easier when you're not playing, and the team wins, and guys play well. Um, so sitting there watching, watching games, smiling when when we're winning. The Sharks really did an amazing job in Philadelphia. Let's review. In the third period, they were down two goals to nothing when James Van Riemsdyk put both of them in the net for the Flyers. Martin Jones was playing pretty solidly in goal for Philly. But the Sharks would come roaring back when Tomas Hurdle took control of the game with this goal in the third. Burns begins the attack from inside the Sharks' end. Advanced to center. Here comes Meyer across the line. Goes to the backhand. Tried to shovel it in front for Hurdle. Tip score! That's a huge goal for the San Jose Sharks and Timo Meyer getting it done with Hurdle. And so the two guys you expect to do leadership-type role things on the ice, get the puck in front. That was great, great creativity by Meyer, and Hurdle should get credit. Hurdle would come back with a second goal in the third period, and it was all tied up at two. Hurdle put it back to the point. Burns does some nifty stick handling. Goes for the backhand shot, deflected in front. A little chance for Barabanov. Score! Tomas Hurdle, I think, is going to get this. Right at the side of the net, Barabana fluttered it toward the goal. And how do you like this? The Sharks have tied it 2-2, and the man you expect to provide leadership has just done it. And then in overtime, Tomas Hurdle, the Sharks' hero in Philadelphia. Hurdle stick hands, it's a 2-1-1 break. 
Hurdle down the right wing side, moving to his left. Meyer driving the goal. Hurdle shoots. He scores! Hurdle scores the hat trick. The Sharks have come from behind to beat the Philadelphia Flyers in overtime. After the game, Bob Bugner was singing his praises of Tomas Hurdle. What I loved about it, even when we got down 2 nothing, um, you could, you know, even in the last couple of games, he's taken on a huge, you know, void leadership role. Um, and he's... He's saying, hey, that's all right. We're still in this. We got this. Let's keep going. Let's keep working. We're playing well. Like, so he was, he's, you know, Tommy was just more than being the player of the game. Um, you know, he was uh, pretty inspirational uh, in the locker room and on the bench tonight as loud and, and as engaged as I've seen him. But now the Sharks have to play Detroit. When we continue, we'll review the last game against the Red Wings and look forward to tonight's contest next on the San Jose Sharks Audio Network. Unlock an easier way to schedule your team of all-star employees. No spreadsheets. No hassle when team members want to swap shifts and fast substitutions when staff call out sick. With Deputy, it's simple and lightning fast to create and share employee schedules. It's how over 250,000 workplaces are making life easier. From restaurants to retailers, to hotels and healthcare clinics. Ready to up your scheduling game? Go to deputy.com forward slash sharks. Star! Timo Meyer gets his first of the year and a fist pump. It's everything Sharks hockey in one place. The crowd is on its feet and check out the Sharks bench. They're into it too. It's the Sharks Audio Network, a 24-7 streaming audio platform dedicated to Sharks hockey and the destination to listen to Sharks games. You can find the Sharks Audio Network on the Sharks Plus SAP Center app presented by Western Digital and at sjsharks.com slash listen. Download the app today to listen to Sharks hockey plus unique Sharks content all day long on the Sharks Audio Network. Final score, the Red Wings 6 and the Sharks 2. Time now for the instant replay as to how it all happened in the first period. Things got a little bit testy, a little bit nasty very early in the game at 2.30. Jake Middleton and Giovanni Smith would get together and go for it. And right off the faceoff, we've got a fight on the ice. Jake Middleton going up against Giovanni Smith, a big bruising guy that's back in the lineup for Detroit. And Middleton knows what he's up against. He's throwing haymakers. Oh, what a left by... Jake Middleton, another right by Jake Middleton. Giovanni Smith hanging in there, though. This is a toe-to-toe battle. And finally, Giovanni Smith wrestles Middleton down to the ice. And now he pumps up the crowd on his way to the box. But Jake Middleton holding his own right there. A couple of really hard shots. One left and one right. That was not the last confrontation between Jake Middleton of the Sharks and Giovanni Smith of the Detroit Red Wings. But uh, advantage Middleton in the bout. Smith did get the eventual wrestling takedown, but Middleton got the better shots in. Unfortunately, the shot that went in for Detroit came at 13.02 when Tyler Bertuzzi got his first of two. They shoot one in. Nedeljkovic throws it around the boards, and good to see Bertuzzi back on the ice. Spins it off to his right, and here comes speedy Dylan Larkin. And across the Sharks line, dropped it back to the D. Dumped in deep behind the corner, and it's wraparound score! That's Tyler Bertuzzi who got the pass from around the from the right wing corner. It came behind the net. All Bertuzzi was trying to do was put it off the goaltender. It went off of Reimer and deflected in. And how about that turn of events? Earlier in this period, Bertuzzi gets hit by a shot from a teammate, goes off shaken up. Now he comes back out and puts the Red Wings in front. one nothing on a very smooth play. 13.02 the time of that. Bertuzzi's 14th from Lindstrom and Larkin. 1-0 Red Wings at the end of one. The Sharks ended up getting a five-minute major penalty at 18-16 of the first period in that second confrontation between Giovanni Smith and Jake Middleton. Smith 
hit Middleton up high, boarding from behind, and got some head contact in there. I'm sure that the league will probably look at that. And so Smith had a five-minute major penalty, but it was not like Game 7 tonight. Instead, it went exactly the opposite way. Detroit would score twice shorthanded during the five-minute major. And here's the first one. Cross the line, gives it to Gregor, turns to the backhand, went back to Burns, who winds up and fires. Save made by Nedeljkovic. Burns just got pickpocketed. It's a semi-breakaway for Sutter. Moving in, shoots, score! Pius Sutter puts it up top. That is a shorthanded goal for Detroit. 2-0 Red Wings, and that one hurts. It went on from there. The Red Wings would skate to a 6-2 win, and some of the greatest plays were made by the young players, like Moritz Seider and also by Lucas Raymond. The Sharks have that in mind today, as head coach Bob Bugner told the media that Ryan Merkley is going to be in the lineup, and he's playing alongside Mark Edward Vlasic, and he's also going to see some time on the power play, too. Yeah, you know, I think that uh, uh, Ryan's in there because he deserves to be in there. I thought he... Uh, um played a couple good games for us on the road trip and uh, um, you know and I want to make this a challenge every night it's it shouldn't be a given that who's playing and, and you know he's he's really pushed some guys that uh, that were ahead of him and uh, um, yeah he helps us on the power play I think you saw in Philly when his unit went out there he moved it well trying to find a spot for him Carly and Bernsey to work that's a little bit of a challenge but we've got a couple different ideas for tonight um, but generally, you know, not just because of power play, but his five-on-five five game was good. He didn't give up much. He moved pucks. He helps us with our possession. Um, and, you know, we're always looking for more offense from our lineup. Radim Shimek, who was listed as injured last game just before a face-off in Philadelphia, is not quite ready to come back, according to the, according to the Sharks head coach. Yeah, no setback. I think, you know, we looked at it saying we want Ryan Merkley in there. I thought Magnus played well as well. Um, but, you know, similar, let's be honest, he's, he's had one practice since the game in Buffalo, and that was yesterday. That was his first time on the ice. So um, I'd like to get him a couple practices and, and get him ready for Thursday if uh, if he feels that, uh, you know, and see how we do as a team. And, all, you know, there's decisions to be made every day. But that was basically it. He's just only been on the ice once yesterday for 35 minutes uh, since Buffalo. See you on the airwaves at 7 o'clock Pacific. I'm Dan Rusinowski. For the complete Teal Report and more great Sharks content, go to sjsharks.com slash listen.